This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. With me, Shay Dixon, on another recruiting-heavy edition of the podcast. And that's because, really... LSU got huge news late last week. Four-star quarterback Walker Howard committed in the 2022 class. The number one quarterback in Louisiana in the 2022 class out of Lafayette, St. Thomas Moore. He's on board. And now LSU has two in-state commitments in uh, Walker Howard. And he's got a receiver in DeColdis Crawford out of uh, Shreveport Green Oaks. And so LSU got a top 100 overall prospect, the number three pro-style quarterback in the country. And to show really how elite this 2022 class is in Louisiana, we wanted to dedicate an entire podcast to it. And so we're going to get to that right now. But uh, Shay, uh, just final thoughts on on Walker Howard committing to LSU because caught up with Sonny, of course, about it last week on the pod. But this is a, a monumental land. Yeah, and I mean, Alabama, A&M, um, you name the school, they were already after him. He was over 20 college offers, as you said. Number three pro-style quarterback in the country. We've talked before about given that he's taking over at STM uh, behind Caleb Holstein and and an STM team that's competed for state titles, he has a chance over these next two years to further his stock. I mean, he's a number 62 player in the country right now. Where does he debut on the other rankings? Does he push to become a five-star? That's how big time of a player we're talking about here in Howard, whose father was Jamie Howard, obviously, is Jamie Howard, played quarterback at LSU, Walker following in his footsteps. and, And I think that a piece like that becomes a cornerstone piece to the class. And uh, kind of the theme of this, Billy, and we'll run it down here uh, on the podcast, but LSU has offers out to 12 in-state players in Louisiana. That number will grow. These kids just finished their sophomore year of high school. If you look at the kids about to be seniors, LSU only has offers out to five or six guys. So gives you a feel for an LSU kind of program that for two years, this past year and this year, has gone national with recruiting. That won't be as much the case uh, in the 2022 class because you look at what the state of Louisiana brings to already have double-digit offers out, knowing that that will grow, knowing you've got two commitments in, and and more. More coming in uh, and rolling in, I think, as the summer months go along. But we'll run down the list. We kind of give a feel for what we like about guys uh, and, you know, who stood out. And and beyond Walker, who, you know, we, you can catch our previous pod where we talked about his commitment. Sonny broke a bunch of things down with Billy there. But the number one player in the state um, early on was Shaz Preston and, and has been Shaz Preston. You've seen him play a bunch. We've seen him at summer camps. St. James won a state title. His teammate Savion Jones is committed to LSU as a D-lineman. Shaz's brother goes to Mississippi State. Sean uh, plays there for the Bulldogs. So you've got a football family here, but uh, there's been no doubt that early on Mickey Joseph, who recruits not only receivers, but the New Orleans area, has made Preston a, a big-time priority because Billy, his offer list is impressive. Yeah, and, and there's no doubt about that. And Shaz is really just elite. And, and there's 
so much to like about his game. I think for me, just how physically developed he is. I mean, we have him listed at 5'11", 178, but last time I saw him, I don't think there's any way he's still at that. That's That goes back to a uh, uh, opening regional a year ago was the last, was the last time uh, he's been verified at that. But, I mean, you can line him up at receiver. You can line him up at running back. You can play defense. Uh, he was an athlete for a while. Uh, he's got really good uh, verified measurables uh, in terms of testing from that opening regional regional back when he was just a freshman. So, I mean, you look at LSU, Mississippi State might be a factor in there. Alabama's been recruiting him and it offered this spring. I think Clemson is a school that if they offer could be in the mix. Uh, they've been recruiting him for a while and, and, and he wants to camp there. But, I mean, this is a, a huge target for LSU. And at St. James, uh, where they've they signed Lowell Narcisse a few years back, they've got Savion Jones committed in the 2021 class. He's an elite player. Uh, LSU has another one uh, down the pipeline uh, over there that they've got to get, and that's Shaz, Shaz Preston. Okay, so you look at Shaz. He's a wide receiver. with the recruiting him as. They have Decoldis Crawford committed at receiver. They've got a great receiver class going right now in the current cycle, so they're not struggling to recruit receivers. And while Louisiana's deep at receiver this year, it might be in 2022, but the theme is, is that we get to jump around to some different positions, which also doesn't happen often and beyond just quarterback Let's move this. And for so often, Walker Howard and Will Campbell had been tied together. And uh, everyone had always thought Will Campbell was trending towards LSU. It wouldn't be any major shocker, um, you know, for the Tigers to, once they offered him early on, to reel him in. But if he ends up signing with LSU and, and everything goes as planned for the Tigers, what is LSU getting in Will Campbell? Because, Billy, I see your Leo Collins and Cody Ford types are the only offensive tackles out of Louisiana that have gone on to become high NFL draft picks, or I guess in Lael's case, not a high NFL draft pick, but make a lot of money in the NFL uh, and playing on the offensive line coming from Louisiana. You look at Will Campbell. He's been starting since he got to Neville. He's a 6'5", 270-pounder, and LSU fans got excited early on. They knew, hey, there's a chance this kid could commit to us, maybe ultimately sign with us, but when they saw his ranking debut as the number three offensive tackle in the country, I think it hit home to LSU fans that, whoa, not only is this state deep in 2022, and not only do they have a great quarterback, but there's an elite left tackle that can protect them. And look, I mean, a lot of people, when, and we talked about this last week, go and recruit a Wisconsin you know, offensive line type of player. Well, Will Campbell kind of fits that bill. He's got that farm boy mentality. I mean, he is. He lives on a farm with his family, and he's developed into a real strong uh, rising junior here that is just I think poised to be, I mean, a five-star potentially on 24-7. I, I think there's very little doubt that he's got that ceiling in him. And he debuts as a top 50 overall prospect right now, the state's number two prospect, uh, which is impressive. I mean, we, you mentioned it early on in the pod, how deep this state is uh, in 2022. And, and Will Campbell's a part of that. Uh, so I think LSU is going to battle Bama. A lot of people will look back on some of the North Louisiana battles uh, with Alabama in the past. But uh, Will Campbell is, is a, I think, somebody that, you know, if he does sign with LSU, they're getting somebody that can can start right away. Let's uh, let's and I, I love that we're being able to talk about elite offensive linemen here in Louisiana. I'll give you another one, and you caught up with him recently because he's the most recent to get offered. And this list we're running down of twelve guys is guys LSU's offered that just finished their sophomore years in high school here in Louisiana. That's a big number. Emory Jones, Catholic High. 
6'5", 300 pounds. He's already played all over uh, the O-line, whether it's in practices or games, so you know he's versatile. But this could be a tackle type. I know uh, he could also play inside if need be. Um, but, Billy, what was the vibe you got from him early on when I haven't seen a day like this in recent memory? He popped off like LSU, Bama, Florida. Like it was, I think LSU offered, and, and maybe somebody had offered the day before, but the floodgates just opened and Emory Jones's. Uh, already hitting double-digit scholarships. Yeah, it was uh, one after another, and and you could tell. I think the the LSU offer you know, certainly an eye-catching one. I mean, you look at some of the other Catholic high players in the past that LSU's recruited. Darius Geis, uh, Aaron Moffitt's on the roster right now as well. Um, you know, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, of course, you know, started at, at, at Catholic. So this could be the next guy. And, and you mentioned he's played all over the offensive line. I think that's a big you know selling point when you look at him as a prospect he could end up being an interior guy with how big he is already he's in that roughly 6'5 300 pound range uh, but they've got to be able to to have some players to block for uh, in terms of the running back position and some of these other skill positions and so I transition now to two players that have picked up offers in the state at the running back position Trevor Trevor Etienne the brother of Travis Etienne out of Jennings I remember going over there to watch Travis play basketball way, way back uh, before his days at Clemson. And then right here in Baton Rouge in Le'Veon Moss, who picked up an offer. And both are elite prospects right off the bat. And, uh, you know, Le'Veon has a crystal ball pick to land at LSU. I think uh, Trevor is is somebody that uh, they're going to recruit. They didn't want to make the same mistake they did with Travis. He got the first offer from LSU. Uh, Both are two elite backs in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a short story real quick on, on Trevor Etienne. Uh, beyond being the brother of Travis, I was heading home from Atlanta from the SEC Championship, uh, and I was sitting next to, on the flight, um, a group of Clemson fans in, in all gear, and uh, it turned out that they were Travis's parents heading back to Jennings, and his sister and, and mom and dad were all with him, but uh, Trevor was not, and he was getting ready to play in a state title game that weekend, uh, and they were talking about kind of biding their time between Travis and Trevor and, and all of that, but um, I didn't get the sense, and there were some LSU people kind of seated around us that were talking to him, and they knew who the younger brother was, and they said, well, don't hold it against us that Les didn't offer Travis until late or any of that, uh, and the family was kind of laughing, but they said, uh, look, Trevor's trying to be his own man. Uh, he's going to do whatever he wants to do, um, but LSU was like the first offer. I mean, they got in there early. They like him at running back. Uh, I think that uh, the Etienne family will be open with, uh, you know, Trevor being recruited however he wants to be recruited. Uh, and then uh, even more wild uh, than Trev- Trevor, excuse me, than Travis Etienne having a little brother who's good that LSU's recruiting is that Astruma's got a running back that LSU's recruiting. And obviously Astruma and Baton Rouge had been shut down for a brief period. It's where Billy Cannon went back in the day. They're not churning out D1 football prospects often. But now they are in Le'Veon Moss. The program's back. He's sort of the centerpiece of it as a running back. We've got him as a nationally ranked running back, I believe, in uh, the top five, top ten. So, point being, we know early on, and other guys will emerge, but Billy, on offense, they've got skill guys galore in Louisiana. They've got some good O-linemen, but they certainly have a couple of good running backs. Yeah, no question about that. And that just about wraps up our uh, discussion on the offensive side of the ball, but... 
Everybody says, you know, defense wins championships. LSU's 2019 team might have something to say about that. But we're going to flip over to the defensive side of the ball and break down some of these elite prospects because there are some uh, out there in the state with LSU offers already. And we'll do that on the other side of this break from the Go 24-7 podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Quick reminder, guys, to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We appreciate all the reviews that have rolled in uh, lately from you guys. And also, for just a buck, subscribe to Go 24-7. We've got a ton of VIP, VIP content as the dead period rolls along, whether it's 2021, 2022, or we saw a 2023 offer go out last week. So uh, we have plenty of recruiting coverage for you guys, as well as team coverage, tidbits on the way uh, from workouts that are in full swing for LSU now that they're back on campus. So uh, great time to subscribe. It's a great time uh, for LSU to be in Louisiana with this 2022 clash. And we continue that with Ponchatoula uh, defender, I, I would call him Jacoby Matthews, who could play safety, he could play linebacker, he played a little bit of offense too, I believe, for, for Ponchatoula where TJ Finley went. LSU's got an offer on the table for him. He's the number 154 overall prospect in the country, number 12 safety nationally. But he is just a big, strong, physical football player. Yeah, the more I look at this state, he's one guy that I think moves up. I mean, I really like his game. He's been playing since he uh, was a freshman, so he's got a couple of years under his belt now. Um, But as you said, he could play safety. He could grow into a linebacker. We'll see. Offers are in from double-digit schools, Bama, LSU, you name it. T.J. Finley's teammate, plays with Hank Tierney, but I think that uh, this is one of those things where you watch for Jacoby Matthews because – He's such a big-time player, such a big-time defensive back that you get him on the boat early, and he can be a kind of a cornerstone piece to your defensive back group. And look, you you look at him. I know Jair Brown, who's not from Louisiana, but he's uh, out of Louisiana high school as of now. I think he's transferring out of state potentially, so he won't be in Louisiana much longer. But another defensive back uh, or somebody who I at least think uh, could end up playing defensive back is Kendrick Law, who's one of, uh, I mean, quite frankly, one of the most explosive players uh, in the country wherever they they give him the ball at Captain Shreve. And he's somebody that I think could end up on the defensive side of the ball at the college level. He picked up an LSU offer uh, this spring as well, 5'11", 185 pounds. And that's kind of sent, you know, a lot of schools on the offer train. Alabama, Auburn, Florida State, plenty of others rolled in. I put a crystal ball pick in 
for Kendrick Law to land at LSU, uh, who really did it all this past year. I mean, you turn on his highlight tape, uh, and along with his elite track profile, uh, he played all over for Captain Shreve and just stacked up uh, offers because of his elite production and just instant impact on on the uh, on either side of the ball. Yeah, and I, I know we've got him ranked as an athlete. I think he'll play DB, um, but like you said, he can play anywhere. He's super talented. Jair Brown uh, playing uh, in the New Orleans area at Warren Easton, committed to Ohio State, is super talented. Uh, you know with this run of those guys, and you tossed in um, tossed in Jacoby Matthews out of Ponchatoula, that's three DBs right there. And then we know about LaTerrence Welch. They've not offered him, but he plays at Acadiana, cornerback for next year, and Billy he blew up this offseason with Bama, FSU. He's well into double-digit offers. I've heard good things from the LSU end about what they like about him. So he hasn't been offered yet, but probably sooner than later. And that's going to give him four DBs out the gate that they probably feel good about in Louisiana in terms of be willing to take them and add them to the depth chart. And look, if there's one position group in this 2022 class that maybe LSU goes out of state for, or let me put it this way, remains out of state for it could be db because they've already got two of the best safeties in the country committed and bryce anderson true and um and uh, uh brian allen jr brian allen jr thank you and then kamari rogers is committed at corner so you look at jacoby matthews could he be a third safety in that group could be kendrick law where could he play defensive back he could be versatile he could be a nickel who knows but then you've also got earl little jr who's the number one corner in the country and an elite prospect in his own right that is that has gone on record and said LSU is the favorite. So defensive back, I mean, look out. This could be a really, really elite class. And then you transition to the defensive line, which helped those defensive backs out. Shown Washington out of New Orleans, Warren Easton is a big, strong, uh, physical defensive lineman who sat out last year as he transferred to Easton. I've seen him work out this spring. Uh, he's a big plug I think in the middle of a defense, and then Taiji Hill, who was on campus last summer for for camp, he's at Edna Carr in New Orleans, and uh, he's got an LSU offer and is nationally ranked. So, I mean, this class, I think that about does it on the uh, 2022 front. I'll say this: if they were looking to stay in state for linebacker, Kalip Edwards uh, out of West St. John is another player uh, that that I could uh, you know see them looking at as well, and he's shown some LSU interest, but. Uh, gosh, I mean, the state of Louisiana in 2022, this is like something we've never really seen. Yeah, I mean, and look, there'll be guys that'll continue to be uncovered. And, and guys recruiting right now, we wrapped up on D-line, but over to Cinchin Catholic, Jamon Tapp uh, is a guy who's nationally ranked uh, in the top 200 on 24-7. He's been hearing from LSU. He's a guy that wouldn't surprise me to get an offer. Um, they've obviously been recruiting Sage Ryan at LCA, uh, at the same time recruiting Fitzgerald West on the defensive line there. Uh, we'll figure out more and more names uh, that pop up into this 2022 class uh, in Louisiana. We'll see who all LSU gets offers out to, but um, we broke them all down. We shared it with you, but I'll reiterate it. 12 early offers, and this number will continue to grow by the time you re-listen to the podcast, but that's a lot in Louisiana early on, and I think it signifies at least somewhat of a shift for Ed Orgeron to where he feels Okay, it is in my best interest that a third of the class or more is made up of Louisiana guys because it's high-end talent. That's what next year's crop can do for them. Yeah, and look, uh, just quite frankly, you know, they've had to go out of state at some key positions. So 2022 shaping up to be one that 
they don't have to do that. They could get a ton of what they need and assemble one of the best classes in the country built on Louisiana prospects. We'll see if they're able to do that. They're already uh, the number one ranked class in the country in the 2022 cycle. Uh, they are just red hot in 2022. Wouldn't surprise me if uh, they just keep on rolling uh, as the summer months uh, roll on here for LSU in the 2022 class. We'll have it all covered for you guys, though, 2021, 2022, 2023, and beyond. Uh, with that, we're going to wrap up this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Appreciate you guys out there and hope everyone has a great rest of the week.